0: Servus Freunde, my name is Jimmy Cage. And I'm Dennis, the Buddymeister. And today we are talking about a movie that's been on our radar for a long time. But we couldn't watch it because there weren't any English subtitles.
1: Fortunately that changed earlier this year. We watched the movie together and I think there is a lot in it and a lot we can say about it. Oluwadakan Virgata has a
0: very special place in the hearts of not only the Malayali people, but a lot of Indians I think. It was released in 1989 and not only did it win 4 national awards, including Best Actor and Best Screenplay, it also became a commercial success and in 2013 it was voted amongst the
1: greatest Indian movies of all time. I think it's interesting that it didn't win the national award for Best Feature Film. That award went to the Bengali movie Bagh Bahadur. And even more interesting, it also didn't win the award for Best Feature Film in Malayalam. That one went to *Matilukal*. But Mammootty won two awards for Best Actor in that year, for *Matilukal* and
0: Odu Vilgata. And the movie also won seven Kerala state film awards, including Best Popular Film. But I think we've expressed our opinions on all these awards. They oftentimes don't really
1: reflect if a movie is any good or not. Yes. But please don't stop the video now. It's meant in a more general sense, because we actually liked Orovala Kanvirgata. I think this movie is a genuine experience. It's not without its flaws, but yeah, it's certainly a remarkable
0: accomplishment, and it's filled with so much cultural identity. And of course, the story and the twist that
1: the screenplay has in store for it is quite fascinating. I think we have to reach back a little. Oru Vadakan Virgata was written by M.T. Vasudeva Nair and directed by Hariharan. The story is based on a part of a collection of medieval Malayalam ballads called Vadakan Patukal that presented stories of heroes and heroines. And the characters of this movie, Chandu Chekavar, Arumal Chekavar, and Uni are also a part of that. In the
0: original folklore, it is said that Chandu was a warrior who lived in the 16th century and allied with another Chekava to kill his cousin Arumal. When his love for Uniyarcha, Arumal's sister, is spurned, from this moment forth, Chandu is called Chadiyan Chandu, meaning Chandu the Betrayer or
1: Deceiver. So Chandu more or less is a villain in the original ballad. Writer MT put a little spin on that for the movie. The basic points of the story stay the same, but he gives Chandu, who's played by Mamuti, a psychological background, which makes this tale and his journey to become the betrayer much more intricate. Chandu ends up more like a misunderstood, honorable warrior. Oruvarakan Virgata is really all about the feud between Chandu
0: and Arumal, which is already fueled in their childhood and pervades their whole beings. Though it has to be said that Arumal is the one who triggers everything because of his envy and jealousy towards Chandu, be it because of his father's affection for Chandu or his inferiority in Kalaripayattu, the martial
1: art. Yeah, Kalaripayattu plays a major role in this movie. And it might be the reason for some to call this a classic of Indian cinema. There's a lot of Kalaripayattu in this movie and it's one of the reasons that it has such a dense cultural identity, because this martial art is loaded with rituals and philosophies that are inspired by Hinduism, Ayurveda or yoga, but also dance and performing arts. I love the fight sequences. They
0: are well choreographed and also well shot and they give the movie a certain kind of epicness that probably wouldn't work without them. Because the story itself, as fascinating as it may be because of this little spin, is still pretty basic and doesn't really suffice to make a 170 minute long
1: movie out of it. Even with all the fighting, it's still a bit too long in my mind. The fights are so prominent that they almost drown everything that happens around them. But I think the movie evades that. 1. Because of the great performances. 2. Because of the psychology behind the characters. And 3. Because of the almost Shakespearean extent of the story. There are a lot of houses and clans and chikavas. All the names that are
0: dropped really made our heads spin and we got lost more than once and had to check Wikipedia for the story. But all that confusion aside, it still worked. Yes, it drags a little bit, especially towards the end when everybody prepares for the final battle between Chandu and Adomal. But at
1: least it feels kind of coherent and it's not like… a little bit of this and a little bit of that… I think the cultural origin of the duel, of two people standing opposite each other, fighting for survival, complements the psychological aspects of the story. It's really a classic tale of love and death and all that. But it's not rude or insensitive in the way it tells the story. The fighting is brutal though, especially the bloodbath that Chandu causes at the end. That's true. But other than that, the movie actually has some fine nuances. But they need some time to develop. I read a little about the movie and just let it sit with me after we watched it. And it's so interesting how the character of Chandu deals with loss and defeat. With love and praise. And on the other hand we have Aromal, who's such a plain and clear character. For many people this is Mahmoodi's greatest performance and while I'm not so sure that I agree
0: with that, I can totally understand it. He gives Chandu a certain modesty that borders on submissiveness when it comes to Uniyacha. But he can also be fierce when he needs to and it's of
1: course in these moments when Mahmoodi just pierces you with his eyes. And Suresh Gopi is a worthy foe. Aromal isn't the most complex character, but Suresh at least made me want to punch him. The two of them have a good back and forth, and although there are a few female characters in the movie, these two build the core.
0: Yes, there are four female characters in this movie that are in some way connected to Chandu's life Uniyacha, Kunjinulu, Kunji, and Kutimani. Now, the latter three aren't really doing anything but crying or worrying. Uniyacha is the only one who actively does something that forms her character. She's actually quite interesting
1: because of her almost insidious nature. She's the love of Chandu's life, they've grown up together and also have been promised to each other for marriage, a promise that eventually gets ruined by Arumal. Uniarcha is an interesting character, but it's actually a shame that she was kind of downgraded to a simple housewife in this movie, because in the collection of ballads, Uniarcha is a legendary warrior and heroine, she's revered in Kerala for her martial arts skills And courage. And she became synonymous with empowered, independent women in Kerala. Her name became a symbol of beauty, bravery and fierce independence among Keralite women.
0: Wow. In that case, it's really a shame that she wasn't used in that capacity in the movie. I mean, we can see her train and fight with the sword in the beginning, but when she gets married or even before that, that aspect of her character disappears completely. Sadly, yes. What we haven't mentioned yet is the visual exuberance of this movie. There are some striking scenes in here, but I think it's the overall magnitude of the production that lingers in your memory when the end credits roll. We see lots and lots of extras, beautiful costumes and makeup and the production design is also wonderfully made. And we get a lot of music
1: too. It's a very saturated score, meaning that almost every scene is underscored with some kind of music. And it's quite versatile too. We hear some classical Indian music, but there's also some more electronic parts. I think all of that shows what a big blockbuster sword and sandal film production this was. There are also 5 songs in the
0: movie, all composed by Bombay Ravi. I think our favorite one was Indulika Kanduranu,
1: a beautiful love song where
0: Chandu is riding a white horse.
1: Uru Vadakan Virgata becomes a bloodbath in the end, but it of course is more than that. The showdown, the finale substantiates what a man Chandu is. It's a dramatic ending. We haven't mentioned that the movie is told through flashbacks, so
0: we start in the present with Arumals and Uniyacha's sons who want to avenge their father and uncle by killing the supposed murderer Chandu. And that's where we end up in the final minutes of the movie. And yes, Chandu is a very tragic character who suffered so so much in his life, but he somehow gains the upper hand in the end. So, what would we say in German about Odu Vadakan Virgata? Odu Vadakan Virgata is ein Epos, that with tollen Schauwerten and großartigen Schauspielern, allen voran Mamuti, aufwartet. The shakespearean-geschichte is vielleicht etwas zu aufgeblasen, but sie übt durch die dahinterliegende Psychologie dennoch eine starke Faszination aus. I give Odu Vadakan
1: Virgata 7 out of 10. It's more like 7.4, but I don't do that. For me, it's 8 out of 10. It's more like 7.6, but I don't do that either. Did you ever play the video games Soul Edge or Tekken 6 or 7? I stopped playing Tekken after part 4. Why? Well, the character of Waldo in Soul Edge uses Kalari Payatu. The same with Safina in Tekken 6 and 7. Kalari Payatu is featured in all kinds of pop culture. Very interesting.
0: So, what are your thoughts about Odoo, Vatican, Virgata? Leave a comment. You can hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd and also on Patreon, simply at the Jimmy Cage.
1: And you can hit me up on Twitter at
0: TheBuddyMeister. And if you enjoyed this episode, please give us a thumbs up, share, subscribe,
1: whatever you like. And make sure you hit that bell for all we have to tell.